0: I'm confident with my body and I shouldn't be judged from my body. I should be judged for my, for my performance as an athlete.
1: Olympic Channel Podcast.
2: That was Gymnast Marta Panini. I'm Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel Podcast. Each week we find for you the very best Olympians and we ask them to go in deep about the biggest Olympic talking points. So your body is amazing. So is mine. But chances are your body can't contort itself quite like the Olympic bronze medalist, rhythmic gymnast Marta Panini. The Italian has retired from the sport and says now her body is completely different to what it was when she competed. And that sometimes the relationship the 27-year-old has with her body is complicated. So Ekaterina Kuznetsova from the Olympic Channel podcast decided to interview Marta naked. An interview with no clothes. The intention? To encourage people to be at peace with their bodies. So, before they got naked, they explained their reasons why they thought this was so important.
1: Olympic Channel podcast.
0: I'm here, I'm comfortable with my body, and I want to send this message believe in yourself and be comfortable with your body.
1: So, what we're doing here, we're addressing a very important message. But in order to start, let's take off our clothes. Sure. And, uh, it's a little chilly in this room. <laughs> That's the only concern. You're still wearing your socks, Marta. <laughs> so, wearing your socks, you're still, like I can't say that, you know. Now we're fully naked, we're without our clothes. My first question would be, what is your relationship with your body? Uh,
0: well, I have a good relationship with my body, but my relationship with my own body has changed through the years. When I was a gymnast, I had a completely different body. Uh, I looked as a little girl for a long time. So uh, I was 24, 25, and I still looked as I was, I don't know, 16, 15 even. And people noticed that. They used to say to me, oh, you look so much younger. You look like a little girl. And I know this felt as a compliment for them, but maybe not for me. Sometimes I didn't feel I, like a woman, you know, I didn't have the forms, the shapes of a woman. Uh, now I'm different. In some ways I feel worse than before, because of course I'm less fit, For maybe. Um, I have less muscles, but in some other ways I feel better, because I feel more like a woman and I'm much more confident with my body.
1: But as an athlete, the body has always been your instrument. Um, Why does your body matters to you?
0: Um, Our sport is uh, an artistic sport. It's mixed up with art, ballet, and gymnastics. And our leotards are like full bikinis. So uh, we should really, uh, they are like swimsuits. So we have our legs. Uh, naked and we should always be fit Uh, that's why we keep so um, good trace so strict trace of our weight we go on a scale every quite every day they control us we control our food and when you are on the carpet the first thing that people see not only judges not only coaches not only other gymnasts but uh, people that are watching you is your body, so they will notice if you gain some weight, they will notice if you are thinner than before, so it's important to be always in a good shape. Not only for that reason, it's important also for injuries. If you are in your best weight, if you are fit, if you are in your best moment, uh, you get less injured and you'll feel lighter, you'll feel better moving on the carpet, jumping. Uh, so that's also because we don't, have, we don't wear shoes in our sports. We, we practice our sports in bare feet. So it's important to be light and to be fit.
1: And you mentioned that after you retired, you started to feel both better and worse. Can you talk about that? How did the relationship with your body change after?
0: The most important thing is that some things remain the same. For example, my boyfriend. This is very important for me. He loved me when I was a gymnast, when I had that body, and he loves me now that I have a completely different body. I'm not the only judge of myself, let's say that. Uh, I know other people look at me. I know fans, gymnasts, coaches from all around the world. Uh, They see me in the social networks. They see me uh, live in the competition when I go to watch competitions or to judge or as a coach. And I know they notice the change. This is also a judgment maybe not a bad judgment, maybe a good one, but still a judgment. So you feel the pressure. Of course, you were an athlete, you were an Olympian. And now that you are no more, everybody will look how you changed. Does it ever get to you? Of course. um, It's not easy to deal with this. And I know that all of us have a different feeling about the change. I passed through a lot of different moments after my retirement now i can say that i'm happy but i know that it's not like that for everybody lots of gymnasts don't accept the the change they they make after the retirement and this is very sad because you remain attached to the person you were before Uh, but I think it's wonderful to understand, to notice that now you're a completely different person, that you have a whole new life uh, in front of you, and you can be whoever you want. You reach your dreams, you reach your goal, or maybe not, but still you have other dreams, other goals in front of you. And body is your first, is the first thing you can, you can use to be confident but with yourself, and not with anyone, but yourself.
1: Uh, What about your body back then? Was it perfect? Did it have to be perfect back then?
0: I never felt perfect. I was very lucky because I had a body that uh, gave me the possibility to eat normally and still look good. Uh, I wasn't constantly on a diet, as many gymnasts do. But still, I never felt perfect. Uh, You know, a a gymnast always looks for perfection. And so I often looked at myself in the mirror and always found some things that weren't perfect or as I wanted them to be.
1: And what would you tell yourself in moments like this?
0: Oh, I have to fix this. Uh, I have to fix this. I have to deal with this. But then, you know, uh, it wasn't my first thought. Uh, I always... I've always been busy with some other thoughts. For example, um, motivate my team, motivate myself, work to achieve our dreams, our goals. So, yes, in the evening when I looked at the mirror, I used to think about that. But then, I don't know, it was kind of... Uh, a second thought for me always and I'm lucky because I know a lot of girls uh, had real troubles with body and with weight and with mirrors (laughs) so that's why I feel very lucky about that and I'm so sorry for them Uh, I wish I could help, uh, help them somehow but you know when you judge yourself so strictly it's difficult to go out of that. What kind of problems have you seen? Can you speak more about that? Gymnasts usually don't like their body. They always feel fat because, you know, uh, maybe the the gymnast next to you is thinner than you are. So you feel like you want to be like her. But I think at least uh, some girls don't see themselves as they really are. They uh, have a different vision of their figure, of their, uh, in the mirror they see someone else, I think not themselves. And with this comes other troubles, psychological troubles. uh, And sometimes they remain attached to this thought the whole day and they can't even training well because they still think about their weight or their form or or how they look.
1: So what about unhealthy eating? I know that a lot of girls, women in general, people in general, go through problems like anorexia, bulimia. Is it something that gymnasts also have? People
0: usually say to me uh, that oh, in gymnastics it should be a lot of girls suffering uh, from anorexia. Actually, it's the opposite. Um, The problem uh, could be more uh, that one of the bulimia, because uh, we know since we are young that we don't have to eat in front of the coach. We don't have to eat because then we will gain weight. You know, it's difficult for us when we grow up because our body changes and we have to accept that. But sometimes we don't. So we continue thinking that we cannot eat, but we want to. So that's the, the trick that comes to our mind. I think that these are serious problems and I don't think that a friend, the family or a coach can really deal with these problems. When there are these problems, I think that a psychological help is the best thing that a girl can get. Uh, I had psychological help, I I had a psychologist helping me, not for uh, diet problems, not for weight illnesses, but actually for everything else. And it helped me so much. I think that a psychologist inside your sport career, in your sport career, is fundamental.
1: So speaking about the message and maybe other top profile athletes, a lot of them get a lot of negative comments on the internet. Let's say somebody like Simon Biles, who is the best of the best, but still there are people there writing negative comments. Um, what do you think about that?
0: Well, I think that people like to write something about someone else behind the screen. (laughs) That's the easiest way to make a comment. Um, But you know, nobody's perfect. Uh, Every athlete, no matter how many medals he or she won, will have haters, will have people judging them. Um, I think that I'm not so into artistic gymnastics. That's be- only because we are two different kinds of sports. Even though we we are called gymnastics both, uh, but I think we have different different problems. Let's say that uh, they they sometimes they have a different body than we have, so people can talk in a different way about them than about us. But you know, I think that. An athlete's body is beautiful, no matter what kind of sport you're practicing. Now it's two years after my retirement, but still if I go to a shop, if I go somewhere, people keep telling me, are you a volleyball player, are you a skater, are you a dancer? Are you? That, that makes me think that uh, what I did will will be always on me, on myself. I will always have that look. So no matter what, what is your sport, I think your body is beautiful because you are working on your body. You're taking care of your body and not just sitting the whole day, you know. You're doing something really beautiful and people will talk anyway about anything.
1: Uh, but to the girls who do struggle, what, what would you tell them?
0: Well, this is so personal. I mean, uh, each of us have different problems, whether you practice sport or or you don't. Some girls uh, can get through this with sports and some other, for some others, sport can o- only lead to a worse uh, sensation. I think that Girls should use sport uh, as something they enjoy, as something that makes them feel better, um, something that makes them feel more beautiful. Not the, not the contrary, not the opposite. So
1: Because a lot of these girls, they kind of have to do it because you start the sport from a super young age where you're not even conscious of your body and then your parents tell you, well, you should be a gymnast. And then halfway through you realize, what am I doing? What's happening to my body? Yes, at
0: least we all go to the gym to be fit, to, be, to look good. We all go to the gym to feel more healthy. So that's the purpose of sport as well. Not only giving you values of life, of strength, of uh, achievement and everything, but also how to be more healthy, how to be uh, more beautiful, how how to feel more confident. That's, I think, the purpose of sport.
1: And you literally have changed your body at the Olympics by having a tattoo on.
0: Yeah, I did. Can you
1: speak about that?
0: Yeah, well, I was that kind of person. No, I wouldn't do a tattoo ever. (laughs) But then I started thinking, okay, if I will participate to the Olympics, uh, I'll Surely make a tattoo about the Olympics because you know that dreams sometimes seem to fade away. But then at least I I did it, and so I was so happy and so proud of myself that I did. I said to myself, "Okay, I have to do that tattoo." And so these five Olympic rings, printed on my on my back, are the best thing. I I the the best memory of the Olympics. I think. Uh, it 's a sign for me it's uh, it 's a mark uh, it 's something that reminds me that I was there, and especially something that reminds me what I did to be there that 's the most important thing the path I went through before reaching my goal
1: so it 's rather symbolic for you, of in, course in that sense of course, but it always remains with you on your body
0: that 's for sure
1: and uh, speaking about the future. Um, I don't know if you want to become a mother one day or not, but I just know that it also means changes of your body. And body has been your instrument, has been important to you. How would you feel about your body changing in that sense?
0: Well, of course, I want to be a mother. Uh, I hope one day I will become a mother. Uh, and actually people continue stressing me with that <laughs> it's time to make a child how does it make you feel when they do uh, well um because they know that i am together my with my boyfriend since a long time they know that i'm 27 and so they think it's time to do it but i think i should feel it oh, yeah. well um i feel like gymnastics um made a big delay in everything else I have in my life. So now I'm starting uh, to do things I should do when I was 16, 17. So I think I will have the time for everything. Now it's time to do the things I'm doing. Then it will be time to become a mother when I decide that, of course, with my partner. Um, I'm not afraid about that. But of course, I already have in my mind that I want to follow a diet Not because I want to look thin as a model, but just because I want to be healthy. And, you know, uh, I think to be fit for me is important also because I have a back problem. As I said before, my spine is really not that it should be. (laughs) I have scoliosis. Um, So I have to keep the control of my weight also because of that. And this is really, really important for me.
1: I think it's a great reasoning what you just mentioned. It's being healthy, which should be the priority ultimately. But speaking about this uh, beauty constructs, you mentioned that you know gymnastics is changing slowly, but still you have to be thin. But don't you find that the problem is not with you know not with uh, deconstructing this beauty idea, but just in general understanding that it's not about just being beautiful. People think that
0: gymnastics is all about ballet. And it's all about smiling and acting on a carpet. But actually it's not. Actually ballet is also a very difficult discipline. But the reason, that, the reason why we are a sport, an Olympic sport, is because we are actually a sport discipline. We make a big effort every day on that carpet, every day on the training. We train like eight, nine hours per day six days a week for 11 months a year that's a really 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 big uh, I mean involvement (laughs) that's why we are a sport and it's not all about beauty it's about technique it's about learning very difficult stuffs. It's about uh keep trying to, to to do something you cannot do maybe for years. So it's it's really difficult. It's actually not all about beauty. That's the reason why we wear our leotards full of uh stones, brilliant stones, only on the competition, not on training. On training we wear the gym vests the whole time. That's because we we also sweat, we also uh, make a big effort every day as all other athletes.
1: Now that we're still sitting naked, I just want to know how do you feel? How did it go?
0: Well, I feel great. Uh, Of course, I forgot about (laughs) the fact that I'm naked here with you. That's maybe also because English, you know, it's not my first language. <laughs> Always blame it on that. Yes, <laughs> it's not my first time. And I should and I should concentrate on what I'm saying. Uh, I feel great. And I think that the way I we are feeling now, I, I hope I can speak for you as well, um, is the best way, gr- it's the right way that a girl should feel. I mean, confident with her body, uh, not afraid of showing it. No, well, this sounds bad. (laughs) I redo it. (laughs) No, I rephrase it. Okay. I'm confident with my body, and I shouldn't be judged. From my body, I should be judged for my for my performance as an athlete, and from what I do as a, as a woman, uh, not from my body. So the body is is your home; it will always be with you. So just be confident and don't worry about that because nobody is perfect in this world.
1: Thank you so much, Marta. Thank your time. you, Kat. And, and now great. let's get dressed again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Olympic Channel podcast.
2: Thanks to Ekaterina and to Marta there. Quick word to say that the Olympic channel have an amazing series called Anatomy Of, which celebrates Olympic bodies in all their glory. In a sports science lab, the physics and unique body characteristics of Olympic athletes are analysed to reveal what makes them so special. It's super cool. And I put a link in the description for the podcast also it's worth saying today we focused on women's bodies but we will be talking about men's bodies in the near future get in touch if you have anything you would like to hear us discuss about that or anything else thanks to everyone who got in contact about last week's episode which was on why there are no male footballers openly identifying as gay we had Neela fisher who took home a silver medal from rio 2016 she's a swedish footballer identifying as a lesbian We wanted to know what lessons we could learn from the women's game and employment in the men's. And there was a great response on Twitter. Much love to the great football journalist, Lindsay Hooper, who tweeted out to say, I urge everyone to give this podcast a listen. Very kind. Laura underscore eight on Twitter also said, interesting listen and discussion. Neela Fisher is so cool and a fantastic speaker too. I love that her whole attitude is based on honesty, very engaging and positive. We also had Ryan Atkin, England's first openly gay referee. He was super positive about the men's game, and he said he genuinely believes that homophobia is on the decrease. Have a listen. I thought it was a really great episode. More thank yous than usual this week. Starting off with Pepe Martinez, the sound man. Leah Hervey and Mary Byrne for their support to make everything happen. Sven Bush and James Pratt for their input. Plus, you really have to give it to Ekaterina Kuznetsova and Marta Panini for their attitude. Thanks for that, too. If you liked what you heard on this episode, then we would love it if you gave us a five-star review on iTunes and wrote some nice words about us there, too. If you want to hear the world's best, talking about the biggest Olympic talking points every Wednesday, then give us a subscribe. All those things help other people find us, too. Thank you very much if you're already a subscriber. That's it for now. See you soon.
1: Think like an Olympian.